a recent realization that I came to, and by recent I mean today, okay, is the fact that sometimes your health and wellness and fitness is not going to be the main priority in your life. It's not going to be in your top three. And you won't be able to put as much time and energy and effort into your health and wellness. And you may get out of routine. And maybe you might feel a little bit fluffy and inflamed. But that's okay. It's okay if your health and wellness is not always your main priority. When going through major, major life changes, such as moving across the country, hi, maybe breakups, you just broke up with your soulmate who you thought was going to be, you know, the love of your life forever, or maybe you started a new job, which is a whole different ball game. Maybe you started school. Maybe you're in grad school. You pick school back up. Maybe you're in college right now and you started school again and you're trying to get it figured out. New semester. Maybe you're grieving. Maybe you lost somebody really close to you or something really close to you, right? Because dogs are humans too. Cat people, cats too. I'll throw, I'll throw you all in there. Maybe you're grieving. And grief hits at very different times and at different speeds, and it's a roller coaster of emotions. And that is what is consuming you. And that becomes a priority in your life. Because when grief hits you, you've got to let it fucking hit you, right? You cannot deny that. Let it fully consume you <laughs> for a little bit, right? Sometimes. It just needs to really hit you, but it hits at different times. Maybe the day of, maybe a year later, maybe a decade later. I don't know. Everyone's different. But sometimes in your top three, in your top three priorities, depending on where you're at in life, sometimes your health and wellness is not always going to be in that top three and that's okay. And being okay with that and recognizing that and getting fucking real with yourself is so important. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that you shouldn't prioritize your health and wellness and it shouldn't be a main priority because it should. I think having that attitude is wonderful. I think a lot of us have it, right? We want to be healthy. We want to be fit. We want to be strong. We want to be X, Y, Z, and we want that. But there's a thin line that we walk, especially as women, because this is just how we are as creatures, so beautifully complicated, is we really cross that line to where it starts to turn negative with negative body image, with negative self-talk. And that's where it becomes bad, where maybe you're holding yourself to too high of a standard, depending on where you're at in life. Because when major things happen in life, you got to cut yourself some slack, girl. You really do. And you really have to get real with yourself. And of course, is getting in movement and working out and eating healthy going to make you feel better? Uh, yeah. I mean, there, I don't need to be like a scholar in order to tell you that. Or I don't have to get my doctorate in order to tell you that. That's like common sense, okay? We all know it. We've all been in certain routines in our lives where it was like the best routine ever. And you're like, I felt in fucking incredible during that time. And I would take anything to go back to that period of time because I just felt so good and my routine was great and it was easy and it wasn't complicated. 
and I felt amazing and I looked amazing. But maybe you're at a point now where you're looking back and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I just like wish I could go back to that time because right now I do not look good. I do not feel good. And my routine is all over the place. But maybe you just started a new job or maybe you just moved across the country or maybe you just broke up with the love of your life and that is consuming you. And that is taking over a little bit, a little bit of you. And that's okay. Like cut yourself some slack girl. And I'm more so talking to myself because with health and fitness and wellness, you look on social media, you look at all these influencers, right? We've all got it together. No, we don't. Absolutely not. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, we do not have it together. Although it's easy to portray that we do. Anybody can. You can do it. Post the freaking video. But it's really easy to consume social media that is just only good and uplifting. And the house is always clean and stuff's always organized. And they're working out every day. And they're always posting good, yummy, homemade meals and whatever. How easy is it to compare yourself to that and be like, wow, I do not have it together. But of course I don't have it together because I just started school. Like I'm have a whole new schedule. Everything has changed and I'm pretty drained. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that when you have something, you're going through a major life event, that it really kind of hits you a lot later than you think, okay? It doesn't hit you like that first week where it's all new. It hits you like a month in that between that one and two month mark is where the pure <laughs> exhaustion and fatigue really hits you. And you're like, woof, boy, do I feel, <laughs> I'm feeling it now, right? And then you're wondering why you're dragging ass in life. It's like, yeah, because I just went through a major life event. But I know for me, just looking back on the past couple months, I have been majorly, majorly out of routine. Rolling from the holidays to moving across the country is something that I, 20 out of 10, do not suggest doing. Do not move in January. Don't even move in February. March is fine. Anytime after March is fine. But just don't do it. Don't move. Move either right before the holidays or wait until winter is over and spring has come. Do not move between holidays and wintertime. It's just, it's just not a good time. Take it from, take it from an experienced veteran. Okay. Meaning me, if you didn't pick up on that, but over the past four months, I've been so out of routine. My God, it has just been crazy. I've been exhausted for pretty much like three months straight. And I'm somebody who thrives off of routine. I'm a creature of habit. I'm an Aquarius through and through. Okay. So when one thing doesn't go according to plan, all hell is breaking loose in my head, which therefore it breaks loose in my life because I just can't adjust very well. I've gotten better. My mom probably is like, I beg to differ. (laughs) I've gotten better a little bit. I'm learning, okay? I'm doing this whole life thing for the first fucking time, all right? And this whole adult thing. Now that I'm 25, it's like, I only feel like I was actually just talking to, I don't remember who I was talking to, but... I feel like, oh, I was talking to my friend Kylie. Everybody, Kylie Holbeck, we all love her. We all know her. I was talking to Kylie and I was like, I just turned 25 and I literally feel like in the past six months, I just started to fucking figure it out. I graduated college at 22, okay? 
But I genuinely feel like in the past six months, things have kind of started to click for me a little bit. Is it the frontal lobe developing? Don't know. Is it, is it just me turning 25? I don't know. But in the past six months, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this whole adult thing, it's kind of starting to make sense, kind of a little bit. But boy, was the first two and a half years absolutely brutal. Bet me over. I was like, not ready for that at all. And it's not like you really get it in your first year, let alone your second year. It's like between, it's like the two and a half year mark where it started to kind of, kind of started to figure it out a little bit. Only just now, right? So if you're out of college and you're struggling or a year out or two years out of college and you're like, you feel like everyone has it together. Nobody has it together. Nobody has it together. Nobody does. And we can say it. Everybody says it. But genuinely, when I tell you, even on the influencing side of things, I just hung out with a bunch of influencer girlies. I hate calling them. I just don't. Yeah. Anyways, that term influencer, just, I feel like has not, not a good connotation to it. But none of us have it together. I can tell you that. It's easy to portray it online, which is a whole different conversation. But just be fucking kind to yourself. I was not. And it is so easy to get into a self-loathing routine. It's really difficult to love yourself. It's really difficult to want to continue to show up for yourself. To consistently show up and love yourself is one of the most difficult things I feel like a woman can do. It really is. Because how easy is it for us to just be a hater in our own game? Really easy. How easy is it to stay in bed that extra hour and a half instead of waking up and getting movement in? How easy is it to order out? How easy is it to get out of routine and stay in that weird, funky space? It's really easy. And I was there. This past month, I was there, barely able to show up for myself. And realizing that it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because we're human. And I think that's really normal to experience. I wish that I would have given myself a timeline and really just mapped it, mapped out kind of like a guesstimate timeline of like, okay, you're moving January 14th across the country. Let's give it until March 1st. How about that? Give yourself until March 1st to start to kind of get it together. Give yourself a little bit of grace because it's going to take some time. The exhaustion's going to hit you a few weeks later. It's going to take you time to get into a new routine, et cetera, right? Wish I would have done that because then I wouldn't have beat myself up mentally as bad as I did. And it's like, why did I try to be superwoman? Why did I try to think and like tell myself, that I wanted to try to be in the best shape of my life or like continue to like really, really show up for the gym. And when it comes to like my fitness and stuff, when I'm moving across the country, why are you doing that when you just broke up with the love of your life? Why are you doing that when you just started a new job? Why are you trying to hold yourself to that standard? Why don't we get real with ourselves? I think holding yourself to a high standard, it's excellent. Like I said, having health and wellness, a priority is going to make you feel better. It is, you know, eating healthier is going to make you feel better. Moving your body is going to make you feel better. And there's millions of podcasts that you can listen to out there or motivational speakers where they're going to tell you like, 
you know, just get in your routine and move your body. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to make you feel, of course it is, but let's get real. I'm going to give it to you real always, you guys. Sometimes it's not always going to be on the top priority list because your energy is being spent elsewhere. And that is okay. You are, you just started a new job or maybe you just started school. All of my college girlies, you just started your new semester, second semester or quarter, whatever system you're on. It's only the second, well, probably now third week of February. You just started school. Chill the fuck out. You don't have to have it all figured out and you don't have to be in the best shape of your life right now because you just had a very big change and it takes time to form new habits. It takes time for your mental and physical to adjust, okay? And when you are stressed out, we are so lucky as women (laughs) that our body really fucking shows it through bloating and inflammation. Isn't it fun? That's what ashwagandha is for, okay? I started drinking ashwagandha tea, and I really like it. That has me in my zen era, okay? And I want to tell you that I took magnesium glycinate. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Holy shit, did that knock me out at night? I get it now, but I was like, can I take half this pill? Because I can barely fucking get up in the morning. I'm like, is this too much? I feel like I smoked 30 joints last night or took a whole box of edibles. Like I can barely move my body. That was crazy. I think if I'm like, if I know if it's maybe like 7 PM and I'm like wide awake, maybe I'll take it so it can like really chill me out. But I'm like, geez, that had me KO'd. So I get it. But with the, what is it? The healthy girl mocktail, the bedtime mocktail or nighttime mocktail, whatever the fuck it's called. Good, good luck, Charlie. I don't know. Y'all be crazy out there. You'd be knocking yourself before sleep, which honestly sometimes you need to. All right. We can't help it. But anyways, back to the conversation at hand, topic at hand. I just know for me, I struggled these past couple months. And when I tell you that literally after getting back, I just took a trip to Florida, which was so fun to help out and also support one of my really close friends, Stefana. She owns her own activewear brand called Liaison the Label, and they just had an all black outfit set release. Incredible. So um, she asked me to come down and to just like help her out and be there for her. And I'm like, uh, yeah, booked a flight in a heartbeat. And there was a bunch of us that were there at the event and I got to hang out with her and Kylie all weekend. And it was amazing. But when I tell you that when I got back from that trip, I got back on Tuesday, Wednesday, I knew that I needed to make a change because I was like, okay, we've been in the house for a couple weeks now. And I know that I haven't been showing up for myself in the way that I know that I can, but let me give myself a little bit of grace because again, just moved across the country and it really hit me. I would say week two to three, it hit me real fucking hard, like a train. Like I was just exhausted, mind, body, soul, exhausted. I could barely keep my eyes open. I was having to take a nap. And if you guys know me, I'm not a napper. I cannot nap. The only times that I nap is if I take like an early flight, right? Like super, super early flight. If I'm getting sick or right before I start my period in the thick of my luteal phase, I like literally power down for a nap. Just, I only have one and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to start my period. Like that's when I know because I cannot keep my fucking eyes open. Okay. But anyways, 
I woke up Wednesday. I was like, got to make a change. Got to hop back on my walking pad, do my usual morning fasted-ish cardio. I love it. Makes me feel good. Love it, love it, love it. I'll have my tea or my coffee or whatever. I'll have like a little egg white bite. So it's not necessarily fasted, but I'm not having a full meal before I do like my walking pad, walk three to four miles on it, work my booty off in the morning. Love it. Then I'll come down, eat a full breakfast, get ready to go to the gym, come home, work for the rest of the day. It's a good routine. That is what I did when I was coaching lacrosse. And I, that was the best routine of my life. And I look back because don't get me wrong. Let me, let me, okay. Honesty hour, honesty hour. I saw some pictures of myself last weekend, certain angles. They weren't flattering. They're not going to be flattering for anybody. But you know, when you just see pictures of yourself and you're like, oof, you know, and you've been, maybe you've been feeling some kind of way too, a little bit, but you, you see yourself every day. So you're like, it's not, it's not that bad. I saw like a couple angles of picture of myself and I was like, yeah, ay, yay, ay. And I could see, I could just feel the inflammation and see it too. And I'm not talking like I need to go on a crazy, crazy weight loss journey. That's not my story right now. And that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not sitting here being like, oh my God, now I need to go on a cut and whatever. No, fuck, fuck that. I just need to get back into my routine. That's all. It's just my body screaming at me like, girl, just get back into routine. You're going to be good to go. Because you'll find that like when you start waking up at a consistent time and you're eating your usual foods, whatever that may look like, you know, maybe cooking a lot from home, eating out like two, three times a week or whatever, whether it's a dinner, a lunch, a breakfast, yada, yada. When you're moving your body in ways that feel feels good and when you're prioritizing sleep and you're surrounding yourself with people that love you and that you love and your cup is full and you're in a good routine, okay? That is a good routine. When that happens, your body just starts to look different. It's not a matter of cutting and decreasing your calories and, you know, working out twice a day and doing like CrossFit X games. No, no, no. Can that, will that make whip you into shape? Sure. But you'll, you'd be surprised that if you just get back into routine and you just start showing up for yourself in different aspects of your life, your body will completely shift and change. But that's not something that you will always have the time to do. And that is life. You are going to go through, we've already talked about this, but like busy seasons of life. You will go through major life changes and your health and wellness is just not going to be a fucking priority. And you're, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, so yes, we get it. We know this. But I, why is it that every time I go through a major life change, I keep beating myself up mentally? And I'm like, oh my God, I look so inflamed and bloated. <laughs> oh my God, I don't feel good. <laughs> of course not. Who's going to fucking feel good when they just, you know, lost a really important person in their life or started a new job or broke up with the love of their life or moved across the country? Who's going to really feel that good during that time? Even if it's a job that you love that you just started, it's still exhausting. Hey, yeah, it's a whole new thing, all new people. You got to keep your guard up a little bit, which that is exhausting. Do you know what I mean? Am I crazy? I don't know. 
but this is the realization that I just came to and I wanted to share it with you guys. And I'm excited to get into a new routine. I want to share with you a few things. Number numero uno, I took my first ever solid core class. <laughs> and okay, solid core is the hardest thing that I've ever fucking done in my life. Okay. Never in my life have I ever experienced that kind of pain and pushed my body to that limit. And I was a competitive athlete growing up. Never in my life did I ever feel like I would push my body to that limit. Couldn't even, like I, when I tell you that I literally could not do some of the exercises, I was like, my hamstring and left ass cheek is going to snap off of my body. Thanks. Solid core. I was like, me dropping down into this split squat on this mega former or reformer, whatever the fuck you call it, I might not get back up. I might not. I might just stay there forever. It is basically a mixture of like strength training and Pilates, like reformer Pilates and strength training. You're on like a mega former, which is kind of like a moving-ish platform. Like part of the platform is moving and it's got handles, it's got cables. So you got a little strength training. There's little dumbbells in there too. So fun. Loved challenging my body like that because I feel like sometimes with my strength training, I'm not really like, I don't feel the need to challenge my body. You know, I'm not going on a cut or a bulk or any of that stuff. I was going to say any of that bullshit, but I didn't want to offend anybody because it's not, it's great if you do that. I'm not, I'm out of that point in my life where it's like, oh, cut, maintain, bulk, cut, maintain, bulk. I'm just not interested in that anymore. I'm just like, I would just want to be healthy and get some good sleep and just be happy. That's where I'm at right now. Right. But yeah, that was so hard. And I really missed pushing my body that hard because I just, yeah, I don't feel the need to push my body super hard at the gym. I just am like, okay, I'm, I'm pushing my weight, my usual weight. Maybe I'll fuck around and go up five pounds on some arm exercises Nothing crazy though. Getting a good burn, getting a little sweat. Cool. Like I don't really need to push myself like that. But with the solid core class, I, yeah, it felt really, really good to push myself. It's like that former athlete, ex-athlete self of mine is like pushing myself, but it's, it's low impact, but really fucking really, really hard. Like what was that? So I'm excited. I want to continue to take some solid core classes. Uh, I would definitely not just raw dog it and go into like a full body class. I did the intro class and we got a lot of breaks during it. And you basically just like learned about the mega former. Is it called the mega former? Am I sounding like an idiot? I'm just going to call it a reformer, which I know it's not. Pilates community do not yell at me. But anyways, got used to that machine thing, went through all the different like circuits that you can do. And that was great. Still really fucking hard, even though we got a lot of breaks and a, like a lot of water breaks. But anyways, um, I did that, which is exciting and I loved it. I'm going to continue to do it. So I'm going to try out some fun classes and I met a friend. I met a friend at the class, you guys, her name is Riley and she was so sweet. And that was really fun too, because I don't know how the fuck to meet friends out here. I will let you know as soon as I know. So I guess here, here, I know that like, if you go to a workout class, maybe you can meet your new best friend. Okay. Maybe you can, I don't know, but yeah, I, we exchange numbers and we're going to, you know, go out and get some drinks soon, which is exciting. Segwaying into the next thing is that I broke the seal. I did have drinks. Okay. And I'm fine. I'm totally fine. 
I ended up right after I recorded that last episode of the sober curious, which I still am. Okay. It's not like I've completely like trashed that or anything. Uh, after that episode, Nash and I got tickets to the Drake and J Cole concert here in Nashville. So of course I was going to turn up for Drake. I was going to turn up for Drizzy and actually J Cole was a lot better than, than Drake anyways. Like I actually wish that he was the main guy, but that's okay. Drake, Drake was popping off. So I broke it then and then didn't drink in Florida, but obviously it was like Valentine's day. I actually went out last night with Nash and had some wine and it's been fine. I feel totally fine. Everything is going to be a okay. I think just, I honestly though, really liked that break. And it's not like Nash and I like consistently, consistently drank, not huge drinkers, but like, it was like, I don't know, maybe once a week. Isn't the, uh, what is it? If it's more than, hold on, before I spew false information, I really don't want to do that here. How many drinks per week is healthy? No more than one drink in a single day, no more than seven drinks per week. Two drinks a day two drinks or less in a day for men or one drink or less in a day for women. Okay. Boring. Ugh, that's so boring. Anyways. Yeah. Not huge drinkers. It would maybe be like once per week if that, but that break still was really nice. And I really encourage if you're maybe sober curious, I would definitely give it a go. Take a month off. I think doing that for myself every like six months would be great. Like twice a year, once a year, whatever. Every six months, I think taking a little bit of a break from alcohol, weed, whatever you decide to dibble dabble in, it it just, it feels really good because obviously my tolerance is lowered and now I just don't feel the need to do it as much. And it's like at the right time, in the right moment, if I'm having a nice dinner with Nash, yep. I'm getting myself a glass of Sangiovese. Okay. I am. I am. Sue me. Arrest me. I'm enjoying my life, but I feel completely fine. So that's, that's the next little update, which is really exciting. And I'm going to give you the last final update at the end, but I do want to kind of just like, not like kind of wrap up what we talked about in today's episode. I don't know if you needed to hear this. I hope so. I really hope so. Because I wish that like I listened to something like this because I need somebody to be real with me. I don't need anybody to tell me like, you need to stay in your routine as best as you can and you need to do this, that, and the other because although that that's helpful for a lot of people, it's not always helpful depending on where you're at in life, right? It really just depends. And I just want to let you know, if you're going through a major life change right now, you know, one of the things that we've talked about earlier, starting school, you're grieving, you broke up with the Lommel, the love of my life, love of your life, loyal, I guess it would be, love of your life. You're moving, whatever it is. If you're going through a major life change and you're kind of sad about being out of routine and you're kind of beating yourself up a little bit, just get real with yourself. Give yourself a timeline, okay? Give yourself a little bit of a timeline so you can hold yourself accountable because if you don't, I wish I gave myself a timeline because I would have been a lot nicer to myself, like I said, but hold yourself accountable. 
to that timeline. Because if you don't give yourself a little bit of a timeline of like, okay, I'm going to give myself until X date for me, March 1st, to really fully be in a routine and get into it. It's really, really easy to take one, one month turns into six months, right? How is it already almost fucking March? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I literally thought it, I just feel like it was, it's a holiday still. (laughs) Like, where's the time going? But if you don't give yourself a timeline, then it could be, it's so easy to not be in a routine and to get out of a routine. It's so easy to be in a self-loathing, like, hole, digging yourself in a hole and curling up and snuggling up in it is so fucking easy to do. And sometimes you need to do that every once in a while, I would say. Not for long periods of time, just like a self, like a, like a rot day. You know what I'm saying? But give yourself a timeline, sis, and hold yourself accountable. Maybe reach out to some friends, put it on a calendar for yourself, talk to your family, whoever you can to hold yourself accountable as well. Do that. Definitely do that. Because you don't want to get into a space where you really don't feel good for a long time because it becomes very difficult to work out of it. It's just, you'll have to put in twice as much work and your timeline will be extended when you could have held yourself accountable. So I'm not saying like completely take your health and wellness and just fucking kick it to the curb. It's still a priority in your life. It should always be, but it might not be one of your top ones. And if it's not right now, it is a motherfucking okay. Cut yourself some slack. Be kind to yourself. You're doing the best that you can. Continue to show up for yourself in ways that are fulfilling to you right now. If you're going through a major life change, whether that's maybe hanging out with your friends and family or spending some time alone or I don't even know. I don't even know. Maybe it is getting in movement, but if you're not able to show up for yourself in that way, at least try to fill your cup up in other ways. And that's all she wrote. I think that's all that I kind of have to really say about that. Um, I'm really excited to get into a new routine. Super, super excited. I'm waking up, working on my walking pad and doing that. And it's felt really amazing so far. My step count has gone through the roof and I already feel like less inflamed. Is it mental? Probably. But I'm already feeling less inflamed. Just being four days into a new routine. You'd be surprised at how your body reacts when it gets back into a routine. Your body thrives off of routine. And you would know that if you've been out of routine for a while. You're probably on the struggle bus if if that's the case. That's how I was. That's how I felt. Just always just inflamed and just blech. That's how I felt. Okay. But your body thrives off routine. She loves it. She's happy there. Loving yourself can be difficult. Showing up for yourself consistently can be difficult, but boy, is it worth it. It is always, always worth it. And be kind to yourself if you're in a busy season of life and maybe your health and wellness has kind of taken a back burner. It's still on the burner. It's just on the fucking back and that's okay. She's just on low heat right now on a simmer. Sometimes you do have to simmer it, but as long as it's on a burner, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. 
You'll be able to turn it back up to boiling fucking piping hot for your hot girl summer in no time. All right. Anyways, we're going to, of course, going to finish up this episode with a book update. We've got a book update. I finished Assassin's Blade, which is by Sarah J. Mass. And it is book, what is it? Book three in the Throne of Glass series? No. Oh God, this fucking series confuses me. It's in the Throne of Glass series, and this is technically the prequel book, but people say to read it second or third. And then there's a fucking tandem read. I don't know. Why is a series so goddamn complicated? Why, Why are we doing that? Keep it simple. Stupid. The kiss rule. Kiss of life. Okay? But I finished it. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But I just want to let you know. I haven't read. I just started Throne of Glass, which is technically book one slash book two. I don't know. You let me know. And I just started it. It's good. But Assassin's Blade, love it. Love it. It makes me feel like Akatar was Child's Play, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. It feels like that's Child's Play. I feel like I'm in the big fucking leagues now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I have officially reached the point of like, I am a reader where I'm like, yeah, I read. I am a reader. Yep. Oh, I'm reading Throne of Glass. Yeah. That means I really read. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's how I feel. And I love the book. Selena, who is the main character, she is the only female character that I've read so far that I feel like is me in a character form. She is me. I am her in another universe. Her thoughts, actions, the way she speaks to herself, how she handles things is me. And it's like so cool to read about a character that you can so align with, which kind of brings me back to the last book in Akatar, A Court of Silver Flames. That was my least favorite book because the main character, Nesta, couldn't stand her. She's warmed up to me a little bit, but I'm still not a Nesta stan, and I will stand by that. But now I get why people love her, loved Nesta, because if you can relate, if you read about a character and like her thoughts, feelings, emotions, how she speaks to herself and her actions are exactly you to the core, it's probably really awesome to read a book like that. So I can understand that for sure because I had that with Selena. Selena, she slays. And I'm like, I want to be her. And I also, well, I guess I don't know if I can say this, but now I want to be an assassin in that world. Not in real life. Everyone chill. Everyone chill. I want to be in that world for sure. And I'm so happy to be there. Thank God. Thank God I'm in that world because I can't live, I can't have my head just constantly be in real life. It's exhausting and I can't do it. So being able to think about another make-believe world and have to be completely consumed by all those characters, oh, so happy to be here. It's how I felt in Akatar. And I haven't felt that way since Akatar, really, like that to that depth. Okay. And yeah, I'm loving it. I really am. I'm loving it so far. I'm excited to read the rest of the series. And I'm gonna keep you guys in the loop. Don't you worry about it. You know, I'm always updating that on my TikTok and all that, all that jazz. But that's, uh, I think that's the only updates that I have for you guys. 
I do want to let you know that the podcast studio is going to be set up soon. It's going to be set up soon. You are going to be see- you are going to be able to look me in my eyes and I'm going to be able to stare into your soul while I'm speaking to you with the podcast. How amazing is that? Video is coming and I'm hyping it up. I'm really excited. It's going to take a second, okay, so be patient with me, but I'm just letting you know now, video and audio is coming. You can still listen. You'll still be able to listen to the audio, but you're going to be able to see see me and hang out with me. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm so excited. And the podcast studio, I'm getting some help with it. I can't wait to share with you guys about that. I'm working with this amazing, amazing gal who is just an incredible interior designer. And she is helping. I've never worked with an interior designer before, but she is helping me map out and like completely designing my podcast and office. It's like a podcast room slash office. And oh my God, I'm just so excited. Like, it's just going to be awesome. I cannot wait. It's going to be so fun. And we're going to be able to hang out all the time. And don't you freaking worry. We're bringing back Bestie Tales. Bestie Tales, if you don't know what that is, go listen to the freaking episodes right now. Bestie Tales is stories that are brought to us by you. You get to share literally anything and everything. Words of wisdom, advice, your crazy dating stories, that's a common one. Some things that you've gone through in life that you want to share, whatever it is, you get to share it. And I get to say it. it's all anonymous. I don't know who you are. Unless if you put your name in there, I do not know who shares the story. It's all completely anonymous. And yeah, we're going to have a full-time, full-time guest on, which I'm really excited. We're going to have a host a co-host for Best Details alongside me. You guys probably already fucking know. You guys probably already know. And it's just, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. So anyways, you know, here's me with my outro. I'm not able to say goodbye because I can't stand being without you. I hate saying goodbye. Ugh, feels like forever that I don't get to talk to you in a week. That's horrible. Actually horrible. But anyways, I'm going to get going now because your girl is going out. Because your girl is going out with my sissy and I'm excited. I went out last night and I'm exhausted, but I just like, hello, I'm in Nashville. I got to go out. I got to meet people. I have to meet people. Social battery is drained, but we are going to just continue to drain it and it's going to be great. And I'm excited. But anyways, all right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Give me some feedback. Uh, Always. I'm always down for feedback. Like send me a DM send me an email, whatever, whatever it is, please, please just like, just like talk to me. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm going to go. Ugh, I'm going to go. I love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thanks for taking time out of your day to hang with me. And if you shared, if you share any of my podcasts or anything to any of your social platforms, give me a tag. I love you so much. It means the absolute world to me. And I just appreciate you. And you're my favorite. You're my favorite to hang with. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you soon.